0: And time, of course, for this week's letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Xiu ka Chung representing the social welfare functional constituency. The following programme is a personal view programme. Dear young people of Hong Kong, at the beginning of our new year, all media has been busy in reviewing the main political and economic news in the past 12 months. I wonder if you did a similar annual review. As a teacher and a social worker, my heart was broken in 2016 as a result of the suicide of 38 young people in Hong Kong. You may have noticed that such suicides were reported gradually in the local media since March last year. In response to such situation, the government set up the committee to prevent student suicide, which consists of students and many different professionals. The aims of the committee is to understand and analyze the reasons why young people commit suicide and make recommendations on how to prevent it. The committee was also tasked to organize community-based seminar, workshop for teachers, produce toolkits and to provide support service in order to estimate the preventive measures. I have also established a civil alliance for student suicide prevention. I believe that To respect life, one has been learned to respect those who are dying. The committee submits their report to the government six months after their establishment. Just like any other committee reports, the committee did not make in-depth review on any structural factors that lead to their suicides. Their recommendations are not luster. First of all, the current education system poses extreme pressure to our young people, but this was not thoroughly discussed in the committee report. Secondly, our parents, teachers, and social workers are no longer the gatekeepers due to the problem brought by the social system. The committee report did not point out those problems in the education and social system, but bring on the problems of the individuals. Moreover, the recommendations from the committee are about reducing their pain and difficulties instead of creating a happy environment for our young people. This make me angry. Like me, you probably also feel the pressure. Economic development, the rich get richer. Monotonous industry, net of social development, low wages and long working hours, net of decent work and high cost of living. Many families end up facing tremendous economic pressure. The widening gap between the rich and the poor, not only in terms of their wealth and income, but also the gap in their social power and resources continue to expand. You may aware of this pressure, or maybe you are under this pressure. What else can one do under such unfavorable circumstances? It seems studying continuous education is the only protection. The competition in this young generation has escalated and it deteriorates. You learn to compete to go to reputable school when you are two years old. You are urged to learn many academic subjects and skills like piano, chess, calligraphy, and painting, all in the names of enrolling in the reputable primary and secondary schools and securing a place in the university. You are urged to be ahead. Failure were not acceptable. However, we rarely ask, why do we need education? Why do we need to learn? Education and learning become the servant of economic development. To adapt to the situation, we just finally continue such competition. How many young people are being get by this competition and pragmatism? How many young people dare to pursue their dream in current social system? I believe that many of you find your own way and means to escape a society that holds economic development as a priority. I also know that many young people continue to follow the routine which prevents you from achieving your dreams. Hong Kong government has to review their youth policy to safeguard young people from serious competition and let young people to follow their dreams. The 38 students took their life as a silent protest against the current systems. This young life urged me to do something. The incompetent responses from the government only reflect its unwillingness to turn the tide. On January 7, during the meeting of national Education Panel, I chose to beat out the day that our young people commit their suicide. I named the day one by one. From January 4, 2016 to December 19, 2016, I hope. Let this day continue to echo in each meeting room in Nashville and remind us what had happened to these young people who left us too early, too soon. May they rest in peace. Yours, Silgarjon. Jun.